Hello everyone, welcome to the Spectacular Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Laurel. Today I have a very special guest with me. His name is Gavin Campbell. He is a PhD candidate in environmental biology at the University of the West Indies Mona campus. Gavin is a passionate entomologist and traveler. For his PhD research, he studies the aquatic and terrestrial fauna associated with temporary ponds, along with studying the biological control of mosquitoes. While pursuing his studies, he participated in several internships. As a traveler, he has gone on scores of trips around Jamaica in the past three years, relishing in and documenting the natural beauty of the island. He also enjoys traveling internationally. Having been raised in a multilingual environment, he gained an appreciation and passion for languages, speaking Spanish and French in addition to English. These features allow him to connect with different groups of people to share information geared at understanding and protecting our natural resources. So as you can imagine, Gavin is a spectacular character, but also a very busy man. And that's why I'm very grateful that he has taken the time out to chat with me about issues that may affect persons who identify with the LGBTQ plus community. So hey, Gavin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your time. Hi, Laurel. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for that awesome introduction. You wrote it so, so well. Right, because I know that much about you. <laughs> so why are you here? Tell me about why you can relate to, to the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and of course, how long you've been comfortable relating. So I'm comfortable relating to the community because I am within the community. I am a homosexual man, a gay man living in Jamaica. And I have known since I was about 11 or 12. At the first time, I just knew that I liked a guy more than normal, like more than like regular friends. Mm-hmm. And I was around at the time. And it wasn't until I was 12 or 13 that I figured out that there was a word for that and that Jamaica didn't really like it. Uh, but a few years a few years after that, I actually officially came out to my mom on April 5th, 2009. So I've been out for quite a while. And in that time, I've gotten to become more comfortable with myself and all the things and parts of me, all the things that I am and parts of me. Mm-hmm. And I've really come to value and appreciate just me. There's no negative side that is completely shunned. It's just better understood. So I've gotten to grow from those experiences, and I want other people to be able to do that as well. Not judge themselves, not dislike themselves, just understand themselves a little bit better and treat themselves with some kindness because the world is already hard at us. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, And like you said, it's not something that's very um, accepted in Jamaica. So... That must be hard. Like there yeah. must have been some kind of fears that you would have to overcome. I hear that a lot of bad things happen to homosexual men in Jamaica. Um, were you fearful of those things happening to you? And what other fears did you have to overcome to be more comfortable with yourself, as you as you said? So my first really large fear when it came to coming out was not being loved and accepted by my family, the people who raised me. Uh, And that one took some time. I took a lot of screaming, well, not screaming lessons or sessions, but 
there were times when I was just be like sitting alone listening to sad music and crying because mm-hmm. I felt out of place. I already didn't really fully identify as Jamaican because a lot of the ways that Jamaicans would act, I don't really act like that. I grew up on American TV, so I'm more related to to um, that context. Mm-hmm. So it was already strange for me feeling out of place. So I was scared that if more of uh, my family knew that I was even more out of place to the point where I am something that they hate, that I wouldn't feel like I belonged with them. But after taking a lot of time to sit and reflect with my own thoughts, I realized it doesn't matter. Even if they don't love me, I love me. I could lose <laughs> I could lose the entire world. I'm not gonna lose myself. I'm not gonna pretend to be someone else. I'm not gonna put my life on hold or live less life just to please other people. If they want to remove me from their life, that's completely fine. I will do the best for me to enjoy the rest of my life. So that was the first hurdle. And I'm really closest with my mom. Mm-hmm. So coming out to her was like, okay, peace cool, that's it. No one else matters. The uh. end. <laughs> it took it was a little bit of a challenge at first because I, when I told her, the first thing she said was like, you need to change. But over the years, she's become much more accepting. She even went to her first Pride event before me. So wow. she is super on board now. And I'm very, very happy and grateful for that. And pretty much all of my family knows, but no one really talks about it because Jamaica and everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm not super close with them. So their opinions of it do not matter to me. I am completely fine. Um, and the, the second challenge was being in Jamaica. So as you mentioned before, being in Jamaica and being in the LGBT community can be difficult. I remember there was this one student that was in my grade. He told a friend that he had a dream about a guy. And the entire school came down to try to beat him up wow. for a dream. So I, I always felt uncomfortable, especially around Jamaican men with mm-hmm. my sexuality because they're very quick to anger. Anything could set them off. And you, they're very hateful when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community. So I don't feel, even now, I don't feel comfortable. And I feel like those experiences that I've had with Jamaican men growing up have tainted my relationships with men in general, both LGBT and and um, straight, mm-hmm. because I just assume that they're all going to be like that. So I don't feel comfortable talking to guys. I don't feel to the point where I should be as a full-on adult and everything yeah. because of all of those different negative experiences I've had with those. And I remember one time when I was in France, I <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a group of guys that I met and they were really cool and they invited me to join their group. I remember one time after that, we they asked to hang out. I was like, okay, cool. And at that point, I told them that I was gay. and. No one cared. It didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I was still the same cool person they wanted to hang out with. And I remember one time when I came back to Jamaica after that trip, I remembered that story and I started crying because crying on the street, by the way. <laughs> dramatic. Dramatic. <laughs> because that could have been my life. I could have lived in a community or a society where me being gay didn't mean I can't be friends with certain people or it didn't mean that I could be murdered or hurt. Yeah. I could have been completely fine. I could have had completely healthy relationships with the males. But this country prevented that. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's- unfortunate actually, because um we don't treat gay men the same way that we treat well, in my opinion at least, um mm-hmm. the same way that we treat lesbians or mm-hmm. 
for bisexual women and i can say that for a fact because you know like i personally will hear a man talking about homosexual men but if i'm to say and this is what i'm 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 actually saying i i am bisexual oh, um, <laughs> they don't have an adverse reaction to that. Yes, um, I'm, I'm officially coming out because I don't give a fuck anymore. Yay. Um, and it's <laughs> the date June 26, 2020, June 25. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just part of who I am, and like, mm-hmm. I, I realize that it's even though I don't make it a big part of my identity, mm-hmm. it's helped me to evolve in consciousness. You know, I'm able to see both sides of, of the story. Mm-hmm. I'm able to see, um, I'm able to balance my personal masculine and feminine energies. And that makes me a whole, more of a whole, mm-hmm. um, because really the universe is made up of masculine and feminine, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really, I'm able to connect to the universe more because of it. I love that. But, you know, at first, because I was grown up um, as a Christian, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that's a no-no, it's frowned upon. Um, mm-hmm. And I beat myself up because I was like, if I had a better childhood, then, you know, I would, I saw it more as a mental illness than mm-hmm. an identity, honestly, when mm-hmm. I realized that I was bisexual. I, I saw it as something being wrong with me. I felt like I was flawed because of trauma or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't see it as um, just me being me, you know? And it's only recently that I have accepted that it's not it's not about trauma or nothing. It's just <laughs> I swing both ways. Like that's just it, <laughs> you know. Maximum fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just it. Mm-hmm. Um, we we take different paths to understanding ourselves. I can't say particularly that oh, I was born this way, but you know, mm-hmm. everybody realizes who they are in different ways. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer going to say, oh, this is a, a flaw. And if this had happened, then I wouldn't be this. Because yes. that would be rejecting myself. Mm-hmm. And I love myself. I When I say I fucking love myself. Yes. So, um, and something that I've realized as well, and I learned it from you, really, is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that the universe really loves me. You know, the same God mm-hmm. that I... I grew up with still loves me despite mm-hmm. what I identify as because he's always known me and mm-hmm. I just see it even more. So you would always be like, Oh, thank you, the universe. And like I could see that you are extremely blessed or lucky or whatever you want to call it. And you were mm-hmm. always thankful to the universe. And that's just really it. The universe does mm-hmm. not care about your identity. Mm-hmm because that's just who you are and it understands that you know yeah i i really love that story about just coming into your own a little bit more Mm -hmm. because as mentioned earlier like there are so many things that are already hard in life Mm -hmm. adding this shouldn't be one of those things you should just be okay to like someone and that's it there shouldn't be a whole turmoil within yourself within society 
to accept yeah. that part of yourself. We already go to work. <laughs> That's turmoil enough. Oh my, you're right. Capitalism <laughs> is a whole burden oh on its own. Dear God. I'm waiting for the entire world to just throw it out because we need to focus back on people, yo. Yeah. Like, <sighs> yeah like capitalism is not it and then that's another thing about you know like pride month they don't care about gay people like the rest mm-hmm. of them but it's you know pride month so they're going to to maximize on on what they can gain mm-hmm. right they don't care about people they care about money yeah. um so society has really gone to the dogs and if we really um love and accept all parts of ourselves i really think that we would be able to flourish um agreed yeah and i think it's important for me because really and truly i don't really think it's anybody's business per se Mm -hmm. but um based on a background that i grew up in i know that there are people out there who probably struggle with their own identity and probably um Mm -hmm wonder if they'll face judgment or or wonder if God will love them any less mm-hmm. and that's just not the case you know um I I grew up being a judgmental person and I would see gay people saying oh Jesus loves me and you know they'd still be in the church and I'd be like wow how could you do that when the Bible clearly like listen shut up <laughs> <laughs> honestly because you cannot tell somebody that the universe does not care for them. You cannot tell somebody that the universe does not love them for who they are. That is just something that you cannot tell someone Mm -hmm. because you are able to feel it. And Mm -hmm. the only thing that separates you from that love is thinking that you're separate from that love. Yes. You know? No, I was just saying that I feel that love every single day. So, um, and even before I realized it and you know I've been able to introspect and reflect and everything and I said the -hmm. only reason why I wasn't able to realize it before is because people told me that God wouldn't love me if that's what I identified as you know it's really what you tell yourself yeah and that like that goes directly into the thing that I was thinking about a little bit earlier belief you believing that is what Mm -hmm. made it true for you Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that objectively that that was true, because you believed it and made it true. So yeah. to you, your actions, everything would have been because of believing in that one particular thing. But mm-hmm. if you believe in something else that he does love you regardless. Mm-hmm. Your life is so much better, and okay. now you're at this point. Your belief really keeps you going, keeps you grounded in certain things, and it's difficult to kind of untangle some things that you do believe that you do believe in versus what you don't. Uh-huh. But you literally have that power to change up your entire life just by believing something else, believing that you're worthy, believing that you are already automatically loved as you are. Yeah. Have changed. Yes, yes, that is so true. And be- and you don't have to do anything to be worthy of love. You are. Preach. Like, all you have to do is exist and yeah. you're worthy yes. of <laughs> Like, for all the things that you think are terrible about you, like the one thing that I always use as my example is that I'm messy. I'm messy. I'm not bothered by it one freaking bit. That doesn't mean that I'm worthy of less love or I'm not supposed to be loved just because I'm messy. No. No matter what it is, you could be lying down on a bed watching shows and videos for the rest of your life. You're perfect. Love it. You're happy. That's that's all you need to do. Literally exist. Do what you enjoy. You're worthy of love. Of love. 
That's right. Mm. You're so right. I mean, it's unfortunate that we believe any different, you know. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us grow up in environments that are less than favorable, mm -hmm. um, where we experience, we don't experience love, you know, no. and it's something that we have to learn over time. Some love, learning to love yourself, it is a practice, mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate that some people have to be told, like, hey, you deserve to love yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. Or you don't have to do this for me for me to appreciate you. Like, yeah, yeah. You can, like if I ask someone for something, like someone might believe if I if I'm not able to do this thing for them, then they love me and I won't. Yeah, like they have to do something no. to be deserving of yeah. that. No, nope. you so please oh. chill. It's okay. You don't have to kill up yourself just to prove to someone that you care. If you can't do something, that's fine. You still yeah. love them. If they don't believe that, then oh, sorry for them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, you would, uh, you know, I always tell you this, that you are the reason why I unapologetically love myself. I saw how yes. you love yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you also showed me love. You, like, I I don't know where my life would be right now without you. I genuinely don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Like, honestly, that always makes me feel so great because... You're living more life, sis. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything for me. Just knowing that you're living your life authentically how you want it to be. Anything that happens, you can control it. You are in the, you're in the know. You're not letting anything put you down. You're doing everything for you. Yes. You, like, life is so short for us as humans, right? Mm -hmm. After billions of years, things have been going on. Billions of years, things have been moving from bacteria to no. This is the only time we'll ever be able to enjoy any of all of that. And even further beyond us, thousands of years in the future, millions of years in the future, this is the only time we'll, able, we'll be able to enjoy it. Yeah. We should enjoy it. We shouldn't be worrying about, oh, we shouldn't do this because someone might think that. No, enjoy no, the, no. everything of it. Yeah. It's, it brings my soul pleasure to know that there's more happiness in the world yeah. from that. Love it. Yeah, I mean, you, and that, that brings us to the fact that you being yourself helps mm -hmm. other people to be themselves. It, help, it helps other people to love and accept themselves. All you have to do is just exist in this world yep. in order to help it to go around. Mm -hmm. Like, all you do is, I mean, you put a lot of good energy out into the universe by just existing, Gavin. You, mm -hmm. you are just unapologetically yourself, yeah. and that is infectious. Mm -hmm. I genuinely um, have seen, I saw progress in myself, you know, from where I met you onwards. And mm -hmm. self-love is something that I needed to drag me through some really difficult times, especially in the past two years I was going through mm -hmm. um, some transformation and whatever. But mm -hmm. self-love is what pulled me through it. And mm -hmm. I don't think I would know self-love if it weren't for you. So... Mm -hmm. Gratitude, so gratitude. I'm, I'm grateful for you. And that's why, for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I will, um, I, I have to turn my back on how I was raised, you know, to be judgmental mm -hmm. of, of gay people because uh, a gay man is who 
helped me more than anybody else has really helped me in my life you mm -hmm. know um it's the gay agenda right <laughs> right <laughs> spread happiness <laughs> then they'll know and I mean, you, you, it's not your fault, I'm by a long time before that, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's um, just, I think a, a big part of identifying um, or, or being comfortable in your sexuality is just existing, you know, just being mm -hmm. free to be yourself. Because mm -hmm. if you're not free to be yourself, then you're not going to be able to do what you were put here to do. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, you, you're not going to be able to create as freely because you're restricted. You know, oh, what if I slip up and this person knows this? Yes. Like, mm -hmm. I want to just live fully in my truth. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, at first I was, uh, I was afraid because of my parents are still Christians. So, mm -hmm. You know, I'd, I'd have the fear that they would shun me or whatever. But, I mean, if you can't love me for mm -hmm. who I am, then that's just not love anyway, yeah. you know? Agreed. I'm still the same person who you claim to love. Mm -hmm. But if you no longer love me or care for me just because... And worse, God loves me. Like, mm -hmm. hey, I don't need y'all then. <laughs> like, like, it can be really really rough because as humans we desire that human connection and we've yeah. already had that with our family but yeah it's either you or that love that they give you and if it's only conditional if, yeah. only love you, if you're if you're fitting within that box that box of being straight then you don't want to be in that box you could you could be enjoying so many different more experiences outside of that box you could be developing yourself even more yeah. yeah that that honestly that has been the thing that i've grown to love the most about growing up like the more i know about myself the more i'm just like you're amazing you're yeah. awesome yo like and uh, no one not that anyone else shouldn't have you know time and experience with me but mm -hmm. i like who i am just as is i don't need anyone to compliment i don't need anyone else to add value to i don't need to prove anything to anyone I'm awesome as is, and I get to be my most me when I have the greatest number of opportunities. So when it comes to friends, I've always had like a challenge saying that, oh, this one friend is my best friend, and I only want to be friend, like super friends with them. Uh -huh. Because there are so many different things of different people that I like so much. It's hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, this is number one. Everyone else go away. Yeah. I want all of those experiences. I want to be hanging out with my nerdy friend, with my science friend, with my gay friend, with my... Right friend and explore all those different parts of me because mm -hmm. those are all different parts of me yes the gay thing is is big the nerd thing is big at different points in time but they're all parts of me and i don't want to deny any one of them so i'd rather be floating around exploring all of them forever and ever yeah yeah and that's the great thing about being human mm -hmm. you know you get to explore whatever Mm -hmm. like you won't get to explore whatever if you're not comfortable being yourself and that's why it's really unfortunate that um society looks down upon people for just being themselves and i promise you it is not something that you can fix like mm -hmm. i've heard of about um gay conversion or something like that but yeah. generally i just don't like <laughs> my brain cannot wrap around being heterosexual and mm -hmm. you don't like women like <laughs> i <laughs> i 
Like, I just don't get it. Um, <laughs> you don't think that they are absolute goddesses? You don't think... Like, it's crazy to me. I, don't, I just don't get it. Yeah. So, like, that's something that I'm also grappling with right now. The concept of other people not even caring about the things that we care about, like biology. Some people give no mm-hmm. shits. Some people give no shits about... I really like superpower shows. Some people think they're lame and boring. They give no shits. But they bring so much freaking energy and life to my existence. Like, yeah. it's so amazing. But that that's people. Like, people like different things. There's something that someone else is crazy about that I have no interest in. Like, possibly cars. I'm like, okay. It's it's white in the end. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. the extent of my interest. But someone is all like, oh my god, have you seen this new Toyota RAV thing? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's their thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I, it's funny you, you mention that. I'm I'm just such a tree hugger that I really do have to mention it though. But mm-hmm. like that's why I don't understand people not caring about the environment. Because I mean we all live here. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to care. I don't like fine, you care about your cars or whatever. But mm-hmm. all of us live on this planet. We're all supposed to care. Mm-hmm. It's it's beyond me that people do not. Um it's insane. It's it's, it's beyond me. But yeah. Um, as I said, it's, it's like me identifying in this manner helps me to connect more spiritually. Um, and I understand nature better because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I relate to plants. <laughs> like yeah. just nature in general. Um, I, it's, it's not just, for me, being bisexual is not just um, a sexuality, but it is a, it's very, a very big part of my spirituality extremely huge part and i know that i wouldn't be able to see the world the way i do i wouldn't be able to have as much compassion um if if i did not identify in this way i would like more <laughs> i would still be on the i hate men train <laughs> but instead of being like i hate men it's just like i hate people that way i'm not partial you know because <laughs> i understand <laughs> i understand both sides of the coin but um i just realized that humans are humans i see things as just human because um I I balanced or I try to maintain a balance of my masculine and feminine energies. Mm-hmm. So, and I find that so freeing as well because you're not limiting what you are able to do. If you feel like doing a particular thing that might be viewed as masculine or feminine, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be thinking about oh this might look too too feminine or might look too masculine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, just do it. Just exist as you are and do whatever feels natural and comfortable to you. That's right. And that's the thing, like, I, all right, it's, and it's, it's weird. Actually, it's not weird. I think I saw Lady Gaga talk about it. And that's why it's important to speak your truth. It helps other people to figure themselves out as well. I don't particularly see myself with a woman, like, to, to have a relationship. Because I want someone with way more masculine energy than, than I have. And it would definitely have to be and like a borderline toxic, right? I know that there is no female that would have um, the amount of masculine energy that I'm looking for. But I still do find an interest in females, you know? It's something that I grappled with because 
um, after a while, I realized that I'm always single because I'm really sapiosexual. Like, intellect is what is important to me. Um, so even though I've swim both ways, you're not going to see me with any and anybody. Mm-hmm. They're not worthy. You're, period. <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's an intellect thing. Um, and mm-hmm. it's something that I had to understand over time because I was just like, okay, but I'm, I'm attracted to both sides. Why is it that, you know, nobody's sticking? Why am I not interested? Like with my, I, I don't have an emotional connection with anybody anything like that because yeah i'm sapiosexual and i I learned that relatively recently i think it's like over the pandemic during the pandemic or that intellect is is really important to me Mm -hmm. so speaking of other things we've learned throughout the pandemic a few now last year yeah last year a friend of mine came out as asexual Mm -hmm. and at that point i didn't really fully understand it I knew that, you know, there was just no interest in sex. And I was like, I thought that was it. But when I delved into it more, I realized something else about myself. Mm-hmm. So that is, so I'm not asexual, but I'm aromantic. Uh-huh. And I've always grappled with trying to define what that is to people. Like, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. I don't want to live with people. I want to be on my own all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not weird to some people, but like that's what I want. That's how I feel like I'm gonna be living my best, most authentic life. So when I found out that that was a, a thing, being aromantic. So basically, aromantic people always define it as not having a romantic attraction, but romantic attraction is then like, oh, so what's that? It's essentially not having a desire to do those couple things. Like you can always do intimate things, mm-hmm. but you don't want to necessarily share and live your life with someone you will always still have great connections with people but you just don't want to be i wouldn't say tied down but you don't want to be okay tied down yeah to it's tied down <laughs> to one particular person or a thing and when i realized that i was just so i felt so freaking liberated because throughout yeah. my entire life i thought when i was um, younger and i would picture having kids I wouldn't picture a partner being there. I just picture me raising the kids on my own. So there was never oh. that innate desire to like have a partner there. Obviously, I still want sex, but having a partner there all the time in my space, I'm like, <laughs> that's not going to work out. And then I realized that that extends to even kids because that's still in my space. So being realizing that I'm aromantic has really showed me that I'm not weird. Like other people feel the same way. Other people understand. I don't mm-hmm. need to explain it to everybody, but I know what it means to me. So I don't want to have like a particular partner. I don't want to have kids. I don't want to do all the marriage relationship things. Those actually kind of terrify me. Like you only get to experience one person for the rest of your life. <laughs> like all those other sides I was talking about, like the nerdy side and the gay side and the scientific side and everything. Mm-hmm. They only get to experience that one side of that with that of themselves with that person yeah. for the rest of their yeah. life. That's 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 terrifying. Like to not be able to explore all the different sides of me. Mm-hmm. So, but no. that's why it's important to speak your truth like that. Because somebody might hear this and be like, "Hey, that's how I feel." Yes. You know, people might feel alone, um, in how they think, but he truly. You're not alone. Like, there's nothing new under the sun. So, mm-hmm. um, whereas you 
don't want anyone near you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least not for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, another person might identify as a hopeless romantic and can't imagine not mm-hmm. having someone for the rest of their yes. life. You know, yes. I would have missed out on an amazing human being if I allowed myself to be like, oh, Gavin is gay, so I'm not going to be his friend. I would have missed out on... um learning to love myself and to take care of myself better i would have missed out on life lessons i would have not i wouldn't be able to expand my mind as much i wouldn't be able to understand the universe as much mm-hmm. all because of judgment and i'm glad that i wasn't that person because i would have just hurt myself if um i wasn't open-minded i i fully understand and that that is in essence my feeling about pretty much any interaction. So mm-hmm. you having a certain mindset of a particular thing prevented you from getting, would have prevented you from getting to know me and then prevented all these other things from happening. Exactly. exactly. When, it comes, when it comes to people, that's how I think of things. Like if I stick with this one person, I will never get to meet these other people who could revolutionize my life to the great point that I didn't even know. And, and I'd rather be open to those possibilities forever than to settle down and know that I'm missing out on all these other opportunities, other ways that I could grow and learn both myself and the world. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I'm extremely glad that you are here. And I'm extremely glad for, I'm grateful for who you are as a person. Um, I You shine your light just by being yourself. And I'm, I think the first time I saw you had like this this chain with um, glitter. Sure. Was it unicorn? What did, what did you call it? Oh, I think I got it either unicorn blood or unicorn tears. Something like that. And yeah. it was so like, oh yeah. And you made me um step more into my mystical side as well because you're yes. there. Tell them about being an airbender as well, please. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, like um, you just different, <laughs> and yeah. different is an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you being your little airbender, magical self has helped me to become more of a magical being on this planet. So, once again, I'm grateful, mm-hmm. and I'm extremely grateful for you being um taking the time out of your busy schedule to to speak with me i'm happy um, to it's a pleasure and to help yeah. other people around the world become the yeah. themselves and make the world a better place yes hopefully yes. hopefully one day soon there will be no capitalism and the earth mm-hmm. will return to its former glory um before humans ravaged it so yes. <laughs> um Thanks again, Gavin. I hope, and to all those who are listening, I hope that you have learned something. I hope that one day you will accept yourself and step into your own power. I hope that you know that nothing at all can separate you from God's love, not even being gay. So, until next time, goodbye. All right. Bye, everyone. Have an awesome day.